KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, June 8th. We'll hear from a local writer who wants underrepresented kids to find their inner superhero. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Teachers at Gompers Preparatory Academy have voted to decertify their union. It was a 25 to 17 vote to leave the San Diego Education Association which has represented teachers at the public charter school since 2019. Cynthia Ornelas is one of the teachers who led the movement against the union. There's definitely a lot more joy going to be in the classroom than this burden of the union making decisions for us and us not knowing what they've decided because they didn't even communicate with the teachers. The Gompers vote comes as the rest of the district's SDEA employees cast ballots on a new contract. That includes a 15% pay raise over two years. Gompers teachers will not be part of that contract. The MTS Board of Directors will hold a special meeting this morning to explore its options as a strike by some contracted bus drivers drags on. The work stoppage is largely affecting bus services in the South Bay. Union workers say they want higher pay and better access to safe and clean restrooms. The workers are employees of TransDev, a company that MTS hires to operate more than half of its bus routes. It's going to be a day of celebration and reunions in Naval Base San Diego. The U.S. says Macon Island is scheduled to return at 11 this morning. It's part of an amphibious ready group that served a seven-month deployment to the Western Pacific. The Navy says some of that time included training exercises with military allies from more than a dozen nations. A San Diego author finds his voice through a series of fantasy books designed to help children discover the reality of who they are. Q, um, the Q and Q BIPOC, um, Q stands for of queer. So queer, black or indigenous people of color. More on that story coming up. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. The city of Poway has voted on a measure to prevent homeless encampments. We get more from reporter John Carroll. On Tuesday evening, the City Council unanimously approved an ordinance to forbid camping and storage of personal property on public land. The law would authorize sheriff's deputies to first offer resources to people breaking the law, but if people refuse help, deputies could impound their property. It's not clear whether they would face arrest. Longtime Poway resident Mary Massis thinks the ordinance makes sense, but... As for the city of Poway, I don't, I don't see an issue of homelessness and tents. Poway City Council member Brian Pepin says he introduced the ordinance after hearing from moms of children at Pomerado Elementary and Meadowbrook Middle School who said people were camping in cars and RVs near the schools. The council will have to pass it again at their next meeting, and if they do, it will become law in July. John Carroll, KPBS News.
It's much harder to buy new homeowners insurance policies in California now that Allstate and State Farm have stopped writing new ones. Reporter Kitty Alvarado talked with the author of a historic change in California's insurance laws. Allstate says it stopped writing new policies in California to, quote, protect current customers. And State Farm blames several factors, including, quote, rapidly growing catastrophic exposure. They claim they're broke. They actually took in $77 billion more than they paid out in claims. Harvey Rosenfield, the founder of Consumer Watchdog, says he's not buying it. Insurance companies are using climate change as an excuse to create an artificial crisis in the marketplace and bully their way into billions of dollars of rate increases. Rosenfield is also the author of Proposition 103, or the Insurance Rate Reduction and Reform Act. They are not complying with the law, and the danger is that the commissioner won't make them comply. We reached out to Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara. He declined an interview with us, but recently told TV station KCRA he wasn't planning on taking action against the insurance companies, claiming he did not have the authority. If the commissioner does not enforce the law, we will take a legal action against him. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. Decisions about whether or not to raise the pride flag this month have stirred up controversy in cities across the state. The city of Carlsbad had voted down flying the rainbow flag. Tanya Thorne tells us members of the LGBTQ plus community raised their own flag before delivering a strong statement at Tuesday night's council meeting. Members and allies of the LGBTQ plus community took it upon themselves to erect a temporary pride flag outside of Carlsbad City Hall Tuesday afternoon. The demonstration came after the Carlsbad City Council voted down the motion to fly any commemorative flags at the city's buildings last month. Following the flag raising, the group filled the city chambers for Carlsbad's Pride Month proclamation. Maxi Sposti with the North County LGBTQ Resource Center was set to receive it. We are life mothers. So we appreciate your intent, but we are leaving now and we will not accept the proclamation. Thank you so much. The Carlsbad City Council is planning on discussing raising the pride flag again next week. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. Coming up, a film festival opening today that celebrates environmental filmmaking with a focus on our oceans. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. A San Diego author is sharing his passion for writing fantasy and fairy tales with school children across Southern California. He started a book series for young readers that features characters who are daring and diverse in every way. Education reporter M.G. Perez tells us the story of the BIPOC hero. John Wells III is a man on a mission, wearing a backpack and loaded with boxes of his books. On this day, 
He is traveling the halls of Harvest Hill Steam Academy in Riverside County, a school of 1,300 students in TK through eighth grade. First stop is a third grade classroom where Wells starts with an unexpected personal confession. I hated reading. I hated it. Not to worry, that changed for Wells after he attended his first book fair in elementary school and found fantasy, the genre that inspired him most. I might have told all the kids in the third grade that I had superpowers. Yeah, I, I, I really thought that I did. I he never lost those superpowers in his imagination, eventually motivating him to start writing as a young adult in college. There's something else about this San Diego author he wants you to know. He is part of the BIPOC community. BIPOC stands for Black, Indigenous, People of Color. He desperately wanted to see himself represented in the pages of the books he read. I'd always see those characters as the best friend, the comic relief, the, um, even the villain sometimes, but never as the hero. Wells began writing the Caleb Andrews Chronicles as the COVID pandemic proceeded in 2020. In the first book, The Last Angel Warrior, we meet the hero, Caleb, a 16-year-old adopted biracial teenager struggling with his identity. Whispering voices filled my head, thousands of them. There are two more books now that Wells reads to children who can see themselves in the story. It's so important for us to continue to stand out, stand up, and show the world that, hey, we're here, we matter, our stories matter, our representation matters. Curly brown hair and mocha-colored skin with their straight hair and slightly pink complexion, that simply never felt like their son. The message is being received by students like nine-year-old Creed Abrams. Books like this inspire me to do different things and think about it a little bit more. I like to read anime books, fantasy books, kind of romance books a little bit. Nine-year-old Jada Brooks is another third grader who sees herself in the pages of The Angel Warrior. I like that part in the book where they like find this stranger in a dark alley. It kind of adds up and like gives the book a little something something. Then, just as everything faded to black, something inside me exploded. Everyone go boom! <laughs> John Wells keeps reading and writing. He plans another four books in the Caleb Chronicles series, and he's adding more diversity in characters, along with another letter from the alphabet. Q, um, the Q and Q BIPOC, um, Q stands for of queer. So queer, black, or indigenous people of color. Harvest Hill Steam Academy is home to students of several ethnic and economic backgrounds. They are also survivors of the COVID shutdowns and learning loss. Principal Phil Sutner agrees that escape through fantasy books helps in healing. A lot of our kids suffered greatly during that time, not just from the seclusion, but a lot of them endured trauma. You know, they lost loved ones and they had a lot of things happen to them that shouldn't happen to kids. I heard the sound of footsteps as if someone were walking behind me. Everyone Wells is happy to help in the healing through his series of books that will end in a meaningful way. I won't call it happy or I won't call it sad. The ending that is planned is the ending that the story requires. That is the last word for now. M.G. Perez, KPBS News.
The San Diego County Fair is now open. We have a bunch of pics and video for you at kpbs.org and on our Instagram page. North County reporter Alexander Wynn was there for the fun. The day started with a ribbon cutting and Chula Vista's Hilltop High School Band and Color Guard welcoming guests to the 139th Annual San Diego County Fair. For the Lopez family, attending the fair's first day is a family tradition. The boys are excited about it and um, it's the first year I feel like they're actually going to enjoy it and remember it. But what the Lopez boys are looking forward to most are the rides. Scary rides. <laughs> the fair would not be complete without fair food. There are your staples, corn and turkey legs, and of course, new concoctions by Chicken Charlie. And this year, we got fried s'mores on a stick. This perfectly matches this year's theme to explore the great outdoors. The fair runs through July 4th, with Mondays and Tuesday closed in June. Alexander Nguyen, KPPS News. The fourth annual Blue Water Film Festival kicks off today and celebrates United Nations World Oceans Day. Film critic Beth Hakamondo has this preview. Blue Water Film Festival is a festival with a cause. It's committed to the preservation of the planet and the need to nurture the next generation of environmental filmmakers. And those filmmakers are inspiring audiences to see the world in new ways. In the documentary Patrick and the Whale, we're taken to the underwater world of sperm whales to appreciate their close-knit community, threatened status, and to hear them communicate. Sperm whales make the loudest sound in the animal kingdom. The loudest is a huge clang that comes from the full-grown male sperm whales. It's a much more metallic tang. Anytime I put the hydrophone in and hear that sound, then I know there's a male. Then in the short film, Generation Impact, The Scientist, we see how issues such as climate change are motivating teenagers like Emily Tianchi to activism. When you think of research, you think of giant lab coat, fancy lab, million-dollar machine. But I started my Tory Pine project in the garage with a $20 microscope and some random trinkets. I realized that my project wasn't just some fun garage project for myself. It actually had a really large potential to help a number of people around the world suffering from drought. Opening night of Blue Water Film Festival is at the Museum of Photographic Arts, and then it moves to multiple venues through Sunday. It showcases dozens of shorts, features, and documentaries designed to make us more aware of the world and the water around us. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. It's another boost for San Diego's growing reputation as a soccer destination. German club team Borussia Dortmund will take on San Diego Loyal at Snapdragon Stadium this summer. The friendly is scheduled for July 27th and will be the Loyal's first ever match against a European club. San Diego will be the first stop on a three-city U.S. summer tour for Dortmund. General admission tickets will go on sale via Ticketmaster Friday morning. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday.
KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com.